0: Greetings, everyone. It has been a long, long time since I have recorded a podcast. Um, The reason being is because I have been living and healing and more healing and just, you know, dealing with life shit. Um, I think that today i had a a revelation about why i haven't been as active as i was with my podcast and even with social media as well um if you've been following me on instagram for a while i used to you know put out visual like um, videos for instagram and for my youtube and you know i was extremely busy with doing events back to back um and you know, COVID hit and I was relieved because I was like, damn, I am so busy. Like I'm in one event reading hundreds of people and that's exhausting, you know? Um it's so crazy because the other part about that is realizing I had like a, a brief kind of a therapy session and realizing that I want to focus on melanated women have such a hard time admitting that they're tired or they're sad or that they're defeated because we associate that with weakness and so sorry it's like a lot going on outside I don't know if y'all can hear that but associating that with weakness and that whole time that I was doing all of those things before covid hit I would be exhausted and for me to be a spiritual worker or you know somebody who is transmuting people's stories and and turning it into you know something that gives them hope that's a lot but I was like okay I got to keep going like I have to say yes to every opportunity that comes to me because you know in some sick weird way, like, you know, this is a definition of success for me. And so when COVID hit, um, well, before COVID hit, let's back it up a little bit. I was still healing from, you know, getting out of and just dealing with past relationships and the abuse and stuff like that, that I've spoken uh, about on previous episodes. And so when COVID hit, it was an opportunity for me to wind down and to really like do some self reflecting and get my internal shit together. So I really got into detoxing, really got into fasting when COVID first hit. Um, scratch that. Right, right when it first hit, I was like out of there. I was with my friends and we were in the house locked up together. So we were drinking and, and, you know, trying to make the best of the situation. But somewhere amongst that time, I was like, yo, this is not what's up. You know what I mean? Cause I can't just be drinking my anxiety away with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't just be, you know, doing these things that, because I don't want certain things to come up because all we have to do is sit. So at a certain point, I really started to get really deep into detoxing and, um, really like every day waking up and just drinking like fresh juices that I made and, um, really being like sticking very true to intermittent fasting and all of these things. And then I got into working out really heavy at that time. And, um, it just became like, uh, I was calling it a ritual but it was becoming a a routine. And the reason why I wouldn't call it a ritual is because I feel like with a ritual that is something that brings you closer to your higher self. This turned into a routine for me because I felt like if any part of my day didn't go the way that I thought it was supposed to go, then you know, shit, I was just like ruined and i got so caught up in doing this routine and it was really it's like i took avoiding me drinking and realizing like okay i'm avoiding you know the the inner work that i need to do so i turned it into or transmute, transmuted it into doing something that was healthy but that started to become unhealthy because i wasn't allowing myself to truly feel it was like i was just following what I thought was righteous. Wake up, go to the gym, get home, you know, do your readings, go and deliver your stuff. Um, drink your juice. Don't eat until this time of the day. When you eat, only eat this, try to stick to it to the T and the Virgo in me has really come out. (laughs) Um, over these over this last year and a half, like it has really come out. And so I'm like, I just want to be perfect at everything that I'm doing. I never used to be that way, but I found myself doing that. And so I'm doing all of that. And I've always had an issue with my sleep pattern. I've never really been just like a person who can really sleep. And from an astrological point of view, I would say like Virgo and Gemini's have a really hard time with quieting their minds to go to sleep. Um and so at one point like when I first started doing that, I was like, Man, I'm going to sleep, I feel good. And then it's like that anxiety and everything that I was avoiding through my routine started to pick back up and so I was back to not being able to sleep again. So um So anyways, just living a a while like that. And then I started to go on the other side of the spectrum, like, okay, this isn't working anymore. I'm becoming miserable because I'm trying to be so perfect with everything. So I need to loosen up a little bit. There has to be moderation and balance. So, you know, I started living and having a good time, you know, with some individuals and, you know, allowing myself to stay up late and, you know, wake up late as I wanted to and just have some days of not doing anything. And that was good for a time. And then it went to an extreme towards like, all right, now I'm procrastinating. I'm bullshitting. And every day can't be a day of just like, oh, I deserve to, you know, whatever. So um I've just come out of those Two extreme phases of routine and all of that, and so over this these past couple of months, I've realized that you know everybody is talking about how twenty twenty is the year of re- revelation, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've posted about December twenty first and Martin Kenny posting his video and all of that, and. You know, a lot of people, I get a lot of messages that are like, Do you really believe, you know, that it's going to be the way that he described it? Because he says, you know, that um, some people will be able to activate like certain powers that have been lying dormant. And so I'm like, You know, I don't know, but I don't see the harm in dealing with yourself and not just. Cutting off eating you know processed foods and stuff like that, but really dealing with your shadow self, really dealing with you i don 't really see what is wrong with trying to do that, and so I think the the bigger picture and the whole purpose of me recording this is that during this time i 've realized distractions and what shadow work is, and it hit me because I had a conversation with my homegirl today. And, um, she was telling me she had a conversation with her mother and how her mom was bringing up like, yo, this is really the time for, you know, people to do their shadow work and really face their shit so that they can ascend. And I've been knowing that, but I forgot that somewhere for some reason. I don't know why. Like I, again, trying to follow like routines and, and all of these things. And so it like put a spark back into my mind, like this is the purpose is really dealing with yourself and your distractions. so I'm getting to the root of what my distractions are, and I believe in being transparent with you guys because I feel like my transparency could help set someone else free, you know, to look at themselves. And um, you know, with me being a Virgo, sun and a cancer rising, I have created distractions by way of people. Um, I'm so used to mothering other people that I deemed as people who were a little bit more messed up than me um, or people who had, you know, you know, real shit happening. And so, you know, in current time. And so I've never had to really sit. Well, I have. That's a lie. But like. Even as my with my evolution, really check at the progress of me sitting with my own self And, um, realizing like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm attracting or seeking out subconsciously these people who have these things that are going on, like distractions and, and, uh, addictions and all of these things, because I don't really want to deal with myself and the root of my fear and why I operate and move the way that I operate and move, um, I was telling my homegirl earlier today because we were, you know, highlighting uh, relationships and I've always said like a relationship is a reflection of where you are on your spiritual journey. Um, And I mentioned my, you know, last relationship where it was a, a long one, but it was very toxic and it was abusive. And this year I've learned about accountability. That shit is heavy. Accountability has been a very Heavy theme in my shadow work because, as I said on previous um, episodes, I'm dealing with you know somebody who was physically harming me and mentally, you know, I wasn't perfect. Like I definitely emotionally manipulated a lot of things, and um, when I this year have taken time to really like be by myself because. I haven't really had a choice um realizing like, hey, it's not all about victimhood here, yes, you are a victim to certain things, but on your end, look at you, focus on you, and realizing you know my emotional manipulative behavior and my savior complex of feeling like I was coming through and and saving somebody who had addictions and 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 distractions and grieving and all of these things. And so when I felt like, well, I, you know, I've come into your life and I've helped you with learning how to eat better and meditate and and, and talk through your shit. And this is how you're going to turn around and do me and and whatever. And so it would be a lot of emotional manipulation that would turn into um, very bad situations. It's almost like a mommy dearest type of complex that I have had, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I have been very helpful to people around me, but at the same time, it's like that savior complex of like, well, you know, on some real shit, like, well, where's my, you know, not praise, but, you know, I needed that. I needed that validation that that's what I was doing for not just one person, but for several people that I've had in my life. So a lot of my relationships have been trauma bonds, You know, Um, and so talking back to my homegirl earlier today, I was like, you know, me being in that toxic, abusive situation, that was me seeing my subconscious, my my mind, the parts of myself that I didn't like about myself. I felt like I deserved to be hurt that way before he came into the picture. I felt that way about myself. I really didn't like myself at one point in time. I really felt like I've, I felt that I deserved that. You know what I'm saying? But my ego and my emotions were so in front of me that I couldn't see that that was me turning into him or they, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was me and it was it was manifested in a physical person we are vessels you know what i'm saying we get utilized for good and bad things sometimes and that energy that cloud that i was carrying with me was you know resurrected through my relationship and i sat in that situation for so long without fixing it to the point to where it became such a, a fear for me because in my mind he was the mess up one and I was still healing him. You know what I'm saying? In my mind, I was doing a good thing by staying and suffering because it was still healing him. And one day, it would click and he would be like, "Damn, girl, you know what I'm saying? Like, what was what was I thinking? I was abusing a goddess or a god or whatever." Like in my mind, that's what I felt. And so I was I was physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually starting to deteriorate because my ego was so involved in feeling like I was healing, like I was a savior in a way, you know? And yeah, so that goes back into distraction. So this year the word accountability, my shadow work has been deeply embedded in accountability. When I realized that y'all have no idea how many sleepless nights I've had where I'm just up and I'm like, oh my God, like what in the world? And at first it turned into guilt. The accountability that I was feeling, it turned into guilt. And I was like, I got to figure out how to fix this. And I'm like, you know, I need to call him and let him know, da, da da da. And I need to call this person, text this person, and let them know I'm sorry about X, Y, and Z. But even me doing that was me trying to go back into that. Um, of course, like you know, wanting to be like, I need you to know that I, I see my part in the situation, but also suffering again because it's like, well, now my my healing. My validation is coming through whether this person accepts my apology or not. You know what I'm saying? So I'm still allowing myself to be somebody's, you know, punching bag. And I'm still allowing myself to suffer because in a way, I still feel like, you know, I'm I'm trying to be like overly righteous, you know? So I have that situation going on um, or had that situation going on. So then I'm realizing like, yo, this doesn't feel good. Like I'm... <laughs> Um, allowing myself to be emotionally, you know, tugged around based off of if this person or these people are going to really see me for, you know, the healing or whatever that I'm doing. And so then that guilt turned into, um, no, it pretty much stayed guilt because I would be waking up and just crying in the middle of the night, like sobbing and needing to talk to. You know, people who know me closest to me at three and four in the morning and just like venting and getting these things off my head and like, you know, still seeking validation in a way, but like needing to talk through it. So this year, the year of perfect 2020 perfect vision has been me perfecting my vision towards my true authentic self. And the the good and the bad parts of myself. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm realizing that. And that is heavy. So accountability has been a thing. Accountability and you know, victimhood. I've really haven't done as many readings as I used to. And believe me, I tried. I would be like, man, I should just knock these readings out because you know, this is my livelihood. This is how I need to make money. So I, I need to still take readings, but my spirit would turn so many readings down, not because I wasn't vibing with certain people's energy, but because my superior would be like, you being hard-headed, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, you're you're not going to be doing readings for other people, and you're not seeing yourself yet, you know? So, um, this whole idea of, like, shadow work, because I think that that word is loosely used now um I think that people say oh yeah I'm really you know dealing with myself and my shadow work and then they go online and they post and I'm not here to judge I don't know you know you really could be doing that but um it's not a pretty thing and I see it because when I tell you it sometimes it's so hard for me to just do one post on social media it it has it Has been so draining. That's why I said I haven't been recording episodes. I haven't been doing, you know, YouTube videos or videos for Instagram in such a long time because the shadow work is is taxing. It is heavy. It is not easy. It's not something that you, you know, have a revelation about one day in a conversation or you're like, oh, it's growth. I normally I would get mad at this situation, but now I'm not mad anymore. So I've done my shadow work and then you could get back online and you know what I'm saying, be happy, go lucky, and, and feeding people positivity all day and all of those things. That is far from it. Far from it, fam. Like shadow work is is it's heavy. It's a, a level of accountability where sometimes it's hard for you to even look at yourself because it's like you just woke up to yourself and you're like damn like what in the world have I been doing and you still be fucking up while you're doing shadow work you know what I'm saying like it is it's a constant reminder of self-awareness constantly because distractions come through especially when you're you're healing and doing your shadow work you got even more distractions that are coming through that are you know oh look over here and worry about this and da 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 like it is a uh, a thing it's it's a very taxing thing so for those of you who you know listen if you are on this journey of really doing shadow work you are not alone i know how you feel shit is hard especially when you're also learning how not to be on the vibration of survival in these times right now where it's like, well, I still got to pay bills. You know what I'm saying? Like how I am manifest and, and be in this space, you know, you try to multitask and do all these things simultaneously. It's overwhelming. And then you have breakdowns. I've had several breakdowns where I'm like, yo, I got my business. I got Medicine Mamba going and I'm very passionate about health, but. During this time of my shadow work, that's been like, uh, at times, it has been like a chore for me. Like, yo, I just, I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's been heavy. I'm passionate about um, doing readings because I love talking to people. I love, you know, helping people to see their light and and. And help them to transmute their energy and become alchemists. I love that shit. That is literally in my DNA. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But at this time during my shadow work phase, those things have become chores. They have become something that is on the back burner for me at this time or at that time. Well, shit, I'm coming out of it now. Um, So I've been very selective um my shadow work has had me revealing myself through the people that I've kept company with and realizing like well I have to in order for me to quit this cycle or in order for me to let go of certain aspects about myself I need to face confront and cut this situation off I've you know released certain people in my life you know and so it's been a solo pretty much like a solo journey. I'm um yeah, <laughs> it's been um it's been that. So it's not a, a pretty thing. It's not bubbly. It's not like I can get up on camera and go out. I've seen people who um are like, "Oh, Solaris Priestess. you know when I go places like, oh, I really appreciate." And I'm just like, "Y'all don't even feel like her no more you know what I'm saying and I thought at one point I was like man I feel like I'm I'm losing it like am I not passionate about this anymore like it's a person that's expressing how I've helped them and I'm just looking at them and I I don't even have my glow I don't have my glitter about me no more like here I am in a fucking you know a sweater and some tights in my vans you know what I'm saying like looking regular not to say that you know you look a certain type of way but just feeling at my lowest on a physical level and now they're starting to feel that energy so it's like are you you know what i'm saying like are you solaris it's crazy but that's what shadow work has looked like like really unbecoming to become not recognizing myself to recognize myself because I've put on layers and layers and layers and layers and layers of distractions, layers of all of these things to get back to myself, you know? So um, just based off of that conversation, like I said, with, um I had with um, my homegirl earlier, it just like, it was like, boom, like, sometimes you can just get shit, you could struggle with something for a whole year, a couple months, a couple weeks. And then uh, you hear one thing, and it it unlocks something immediately. And you like, damn, that's where I've been at, you know, realizing on this journey too how powerful your mind is, your mind is so powerful. And and who you allow around you, who you deem as as somebody who is um worthy of you listening to them, like it is scary because people plant seeds, you know what I'm saying? And your mind can just kind of run away with that energy, and that's wild as fuck. Um, me being a Virgo with a Gemini moon, like my mind is hella active all of the time. So, you know, if somebody has expressed or viewed me in a certain way or, or I hear something or, you know, I, re- I didn't realize how fertile I was allowing my mind to be. It's nothing wrong with like, you know, being open to receive and, and being fertile to manifest things. But I didn't have no discernment about who I'm allowing to plant seeds in, into my mind. And that's been all of my life, yo, like, that's been all of my life. Um, And so there is where seeds were planted from me being a child. It's a jungle in my mind. That's another part of shadow work that I've dealt with. Like uh, something, a seed that my dad planted in my head long ago. And that's a whole nother (laughs) episode in itself. Talk about daddy issues, but like not really ever being um, enough or accepted by my father, that seed that has been planted in my mind by energy and by what he would say to me when I was a child has created a jungle as an adult. So a lot of the things and ways that I have been navigating have been because I always felt like I wasn't good enough. So I get easily offended. For example, if I, if you come over to my house and I make you some food and then you go and like you try to tweak it, like oh let me put some of this sauce on or whatever. I would take that shit so personal. I would take it so personal, like what I created wasn't good enough. You had, you know what I'm saying? You had to fix it, or what I said wasn't good enough, and it would just bring this amount of rage out of me. And I, you talk about like being aware. This whole time I've been thinking that's just normal, you know? That's just an emotional thing. It's just it just shit people get upset no it's not normal it's not normal to get that upset because when you start to question well where is this energy coming from why am i so offended that this person wants to put some extra sauce on on their whatever that i made well, what is wrong with that you know what i'm saying like why oh i know why because since i was younger something that has been planted in my mind is that I'm never enough. So I'm never enough, no matter what I do is never enough. So now as an adult, I'm over here tripping about fucking picante sauce on a taco or some shit like that. Like I'm tripping about that. That is, that's deep. A lot of people don't practice self-awareness and see that part about themselves though. You know what I'm saying? That's rooted in shadow work as well. I have been unraveling, unbecoming, and it has been a real, real intense year. I'm not even talking about what's going on outwardly in the world. That hasn't really been my concern. Um, I mean, it's been, you know, of course, like I see it, but it's just like I've been going inward so much. Um, And if... You allow everything that's going on outward. That's a, a far more bigger distraction than, you know, what you really need to be doing. So, so yeah, um, I wanted to share this. This was on my heart. It was on my spirit. I wanted to do it on live, um, and I might still do it on my Instagram live. But for those who listen, like, I'm just really grateful, you know, for anyone, for one person who listens or for 200 people who listen, um, really be mindful about that. That's, that's what people are talking about. When they say they're doing shadow work, the shit is not pretty. You'll be very irritable because you're activating a lot of shit. Um, you might be looked at as, you know, you might feel crazy. You might have people around you who are so deeply embedded in their distractions and layers and layers of suppression that they might, you know, look at you and be like, "Yo, you going crazy? You crazy? You're tripping? You this? You that?" And that means that you're doing it right. To be honest with you, you're—I <laughs> mean, not if you like wilding out on people, but like you're doing it right because you're going inward and you're very sensitive to energies now I did a post on Instagram about alkaline versus acidic and somebody got real technical in my comments and was like I don't want to be either I just want to have a balanced pH and I was like no I mean in the sense of alkaline and you know you're doing your work you have done um, righteous like self-isolation in a way because you've been dealing with yourself. So when you get in an environment or you get around people who have layers of suppression and distractions, and they're so caught up in their shit that they don't even see that that's what they're doing, then when you come around a situation like that or an environment like that, automatically there's going to be um, tension there's going to be like a sense of irritation because it's a forced energy it's like trying to put oil and water together and so the only way that you could really get back into that environment around or around those people is if you make yourself become acidic and that could be in the terms of You said you, you know, you stopped drinking because drinking was becoming a thing. And then you get around friends and all they want to do is drink. And you're like, okay, cool. I could be around y'all. Y'all could drink and I could be sober. But then, you know, these people, oh, you can have one drink. You too hard on yourself. Or these people are like, you know, they're just so caught away with being drunk that you're like, well, this ain't fun. This is not fun for me to be the only sober person looking at y'all being this way. So the only way that I can really like enjoy our friendship or this environment is if I become more acidic. So now I need to drink. That's just an example. Now I need to drink to get on y'all's level. And then the next day you feeling like shit, because you like, damn, like all of that work that I did, all of this self-awareness, the me knowing better, not to be hard on yourself because you're human, but me knowing better caused me to make a choice that I'm not proud of. So now I'm beat myself up. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I mean. Like about uh that tweet um that I did about acidic versus alkaline. And so that goes into shadow work as well. Like it's hard. And that goes for family, that goes for the environment, that goes for friendships, that goes for a relationship, you know? You start working on yourself and and you become, you know, quote unquote, alkaline or whatever um, by way of what you're not just consuming with eating, but what you are thinking about every day, what you're listening to every day, the conversations that you have in every day. I'm choosing not to gossip every day. You know what I'm saying? For example, like you choose not to gossip every day. You choose... Um, to eat better. You choose not to watch trash TV. You choose not to listen to certain frequencies in music. Um, you choose not to think about certain things and then you, you know, you're in a relationship with somebody who is doing everything that, you know, you've been pulled or called out to not do no more. So now you looking at, you know, your partner and it's like you irritated because you're like, damn, I feel so great. Like, I feel good. And I want you to be on this journey with me. And then they get mad at you because they feel like, you know, well here you come judging me. And it's like it's a whole thing. You're like, I'm not judging you. I just know that this feels good. But the truth is, is that they weren't called. It's not their timing. To go on this journey that you're on, so now you in a in a uh, a fucked up conflicted state because you like I love this person. <laughs> we we're talking about that on my live. I've been with this person for ten years, thirteen years, seven years, and because out of nowhere, I don't know why, but I decided that I wanted to change certain things about myself. Now me and this person of years, we're gonna break up. You can't even wrap your mind around it. It's like, it's, it's such a scary thing. And so I was saying the, the greater the sacrifice, the bigger the reward. And I mean, like in a relationship, you love somebody so much and you don't want to let them go. It's like, you got a trauma bond with them. You got, you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're attached to this person at one point in time. Y'all were on the same frequency. So it worked. But when you start to do this real work, you start to get upset. You know what I'm saying? You're like, damn. like, But it, you can't really get upset. It's just that it's not their time to do that part of the journey. And that is okay. You don't have to stay and suffer to wait for that person. Because now you're creating a cycle. And it doesn't feel good. That's where depression and shit comes in. You know? Um, so, sacrificing. I really love this person. But I gotta let go. So, you let go. And you deal with temporary pain. But if you're committed to your work, your ancestors, your spirit guides, your angels are going to give you vision like you've never had before. They're gonna give you vision for your life like you've never had before. And you like, damn, I couldn't elevate with this person. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have the same vision. I couldn't travel the world with this person. They were stuck on survival. And I was I was up here, I was above that shit. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't go this where. I couldn't go to these places with this person. So I get it. I said online, sinning is going against yourself. When you're in a position of you're listening to your spirit, you're listening to your heart, you're going the right way, you know? So, you know, I just, I wanted to share this because, you know, we're getting ready to close 2020 out. And I want everybody on, no matter what level they're on, to really be able to have some level of ascension, you know, going into 2021 and not dealing with the same cycles. You know, we taking this shit head on generational traumas, curses for future generations, all of that. Like we're doing all of that. And I'm saying from uh, me being (laughs) Solaris, like doing readings and listen to people, like even, you know, me doing the work that I did to get in the position to become Solaris the High Priestess, I still had to level up. And this time it was even more intense for me versus my first spiritual awakening because I had so much I have so much awareness of you know energy and and all of these things. This shit is